from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on wakeupcalldt.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcall. DT, the Syracuse Orange doing the unimaginable, right? The unthinkable to some people out there. Syracuse goes into Duke as an unranked team. Duke is 104-0 against unranked teams not named North Carolina inside of Cameron Indoor. And Syracuse makes that 104-1, getting the best of their ACC rival in this matchup in overtime. And we have had wall-to-wall coverage this morning on an orange-filled day Speaking with Syracuse men's basketball alumni, Sonny Spira, Roosevelt Bowie Jr., and now John Wallace is on the line, and we're happy to have J-Dub here with us. John, how are we doing today? Hey, what's up, my man? How you doing? I'm doing well, and, and first and foremost, a happy new year. How how did the end of last year treat you, and how's 2019 so far? Uh, 2018 was a good year. Um, 2019's off to a really great, great year. So far, especially with the win last night, um, I don't. I don't. I, I think Duke was. They were saying they were ninety and zero versus ranked opponents until they lost us last night. Um, so they could take that back with them and go back to their tents and wait for a month to go for the North Carolina game. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the, the funny thing, and I brought this up, John, and you and I have talked about this before. You know the the reality of of what the old Big East was to what the ACC you know, is now with half of the old Big East inside of it. And just the, the reality that Syracuse, and I talked with your teammate about this yesterday on Wake Up Call with Dance Tour, speaking with Otis Hill, about how Syracuse's main opponent, main rival in the ACC is Duke. Duke's main rival is North Carolina. North Carolina's is Duke. So, you know, it's not Syracuse, Georgetown, Georgetown, Syracuse. How do you kind of look at that and, and handle that as an alum of Syracuse's program, that their biggest rival is, yeah, they're focused on the game, but they're camping out for over a month to go to the North Carolina game. Uh, it doesn't bother us. We, we, we beat them last night. Um, you know, no, no one's, you know, from the Syracuse world is was really happy with the move to the ACC. Um, we, we love the old, the real Big East, those, those battles and those, uh, the, the 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 battles that went on in the Northeast for all those years, and it, you know the Big East is responsible for you know blowing up college basketball in, in the early '80s and making ESPN big, and you know so it was it was like really disheartening for when they you know kind of changed it and realigned it, and um, I, I think they should honestly the the conference that they're calling the Big East they should call it something else because that's not the real Big East. Some of those. You know, the Villanovas and Providences and the Big East, uh, Georgetown, they're still in it. But, you know, it's not the real Big East. It's not the Big East that we grew up loving and uh, adoring, adoring um, coming up. So it's it's hard to really, you know, get into it from from a Big East standpoint. But, you know, we're, we're in the ACC now. Big, big win last night. And uh, hopefully we can build on that moving forward. And when you when you see this rivalry and, and you see this connection, you know Syracuse 
fans definitely you know get up for this game and on February 23rd Duke is coming to the dome big time games these are the ones that pack the house so do you feel that rivalry even though I agree with you that the old Big East was tremendous it was the best conference in basketball it had UConn it had Syracuse it had Duke and Notre Dame and Louisville and and, and so on and so in Georgetown but do you feel the rivalry now? Do you get a sense of that with Duke? Does it feel like it's real? Is it, does it hold a candle to Georgetown, or or is it totally different in your mind? Well, Georgetown rivalry is just so deep rooted. Um, with John Thompson uh, saying what he said about the Manly Fieldhouse being officially closed, the great games we've had over the years with them, the the, the great players that have been involved in that rivalry. So it, uh, it's a little different. I think the whole Syracuse-Duke thing now is not just the players or the, the prestigious universities, but the, the the two elite Hall of Fame coaches that we have that has been on both sidelines for their respective schools for 40-something years. I think that's very unique, and I think that adds to the whole rivalry of playing against Duke. It's not just Duke-Syracuse, but it's Coach K versus Coach Behind. Um, so it, 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 in that regard, it holds, you know, it's a little bit different, but, you know, um, coach, coach Bainheim is, you know, he's, he, he doesn't get his, his deserved credit, um, you know, all the time. I think last night's win over Duke, um, I don't care if they had a player out or whatever. I think coach did a great job. Um, you know, it's, he, he's a legend for a reason. And that was a huge win. No one gave us a chance last night. I mean, every expert thought we we're going to lose by 20 or 30. You know, everyone was just talking all this noise all week. And uh, we, we went in there and, and beat them on their home court. Hold that, Duke. Speaking here with John Wallace here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. And, and John, you know, you've been through this. You've, you've heard it. You've felt it. I mean, hell, in 2016, I was ripped apart by pretty much everybody in the media for thinking that Syracuse could be a team that was going to rise and they ended up going to the final four. So, you know, you've, you've felt it, you've heard it. I felt it. I've heard it. You know, players all throughout history have felt and heard the, you don't belong. You're not going to win. You shouldn't be this. You shouldn't be that. What is your response in a game like this? And and in a moment like this, and, and does it remind you of any times, you know, especially back in 95, 96, where you guys allegedly were not even supposed to make the tournament? Yeah, well, you know, uh, you don't play to make, you, you know, you don't play the game to prove people wrong. But in the process, sometimes you actually end up proving a lot of people wrong. Um, and that's what's happening. You know, uh, that's what happened last night. It happened sometime during the uh, 95-96 season. It definitely happened in 2016. Um, you know, I, I feel like sometimes we do a little bit better when everyone kind of counts us out and th- doesn't think we're going to do much. Um, I think that's when Coach, you know, you know, rises to the occasion, so to speak. But, you know, Coach Beheim's not worried about anyone. He knows what he has. He, he sees those players every day. Yeah, and everyone knows there's a process just because we've had a, a couple of uh, losses to some teams we should have beat doesn't mean that our season's uh, over. We're just – just coach had to make some adjustments. As you see, he's made some adjustments in the lineup, um, adjustments in uh, in the offense. And, uh, you know, we're, we're playing a lot better now. And um, that's that's all you can do as a coach, and that's what he's always done is made, made the necessary adjustments to enhance our team. 
And when you see, you know, what he's been able to do and put things together, he's he, he put Pascal Chuku on the bench and wanted to see more. He was open uh, in post-game press conferences about being unhappy with the play of the centers of Barama and Pascal. Pascal takes a seat, and then he starts giving him a few more minutes here, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Against Georgia Tech, he gets some rebounds, blocks some shots, doesn't attempt any shot himself at 15 minutes in this game. He makes free throws when they count at the end of the game. He gets 10 points in the game. He gets a dunk off of a uh, off of a shot that was just thrown up. It, it was it was not an alley oop, but it ended up becoming one. Hey, 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 Dan. Yeah. When a shot goes up like that, and it's, a, and it's a dunk. It's not a shot. It's a great pass. You hear me? Yeah. Well, I said that. I said, listen. <laughs> I said, listen, that, th- those are the ones where you are. And listen, I did that in pickup games growing up. I was like, that's a pass. That's a pass right there. That was my pass. That was my assist because it, it counts as an assist. So, exactly. so you know, that's, that goes up. He does that. Then he fights underneath for an offensive rebound, gets a put back. And he makes free throws. He gets 18 rebounds, nine on the offensive side, nine on the defensive side. Had the game of his life, just what you well, could obviously, say. Obviously, um, you know, Battle played incredible, right? He was yeah. Uh, him and Zion were the two best players on the court. But the MVP of the game is definitely Chuku. He came to play last night. I mean, like you said, so many rebounds, big big baskets at the end, huge re- huge free throws at the end. And I and I hope is I hope that helps his confidence. Um, you know, and and carries him throughout the rest of the season. If he plays. Similar to that, how he played last night, that type of energy, that kind of output, will be very, very tough to beat. You know, um, so hopefully he's able to keep that that pace up. You know, it was a it was a great game for him uh, from a confidence standpoint. It was really, really, really good for our whole team um, after you know some some losses we've had this year. So I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm really looking forward to the rest of the season. It's it's. You know, um, I'm, I'm just – it was so good to beat them because everyone all year has been talking about Duke this, Duke that. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm just so 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 tired of hearing of them, hearing about them. Um, you know, Zion's obviously a great player. RJ Barrett's obviously a great player. But they act like no one else in the country is a great player. We have great players too, and we proved it last night. And, you know, like they said, it's not about one guy. It's about the collective is what we were speaking about this morning. And Elijah Hughes doing what he did and, and having 20 points and then the big-time shot. O'Shea Brissett being able to put together almost a double-double. Tyus Battle, 32 points, playing all 45 minutes. Frank Howard coming out in the second half and in overtime. Pascal Chuku doing what he did off the bench. Buddy Bayheim coming in and, and hitting a three for the team, you know, banking it in and giving that feel for it to be a part of the history as well. You know, everybody kind of had a place here. So they want to talk about Cam Reddish not being out there. They want to talk about Trey Jones' injury. They want to talk about the fact that Zion's so great. But the collective of Syracuse got it done. And just what you could say about that, how Syracuse doesn't have a guy. They have a bunch of guys. I mean, I guess you could lean on Tyus, but Tyus, sometimes you can and sometimes you can't. So just what you can say about how this team found a way to beat the big bad Goliath that is Zion Williamson that everybody's been saying is the number one pick before he even played a game for Duke? Well, one thing I could tell you is every game Syracuse goes in, we expect to win. That's that's coach. That's the way we've always – like we don't go into any game thinking that that team is better or those players are better than our players. It's just not the way we're wired at Syracuse. 
you know, we have five-star recruits just like they have five-star recruits. So we don't go into any game thinking that we're going to lose or we don't have a chance to win first off. Secondly, obviously we were the better team last night. I don't, I don't care if they had, uh, you know, the number projected number first or second draft picks in the NBA draft this upcoming year. We, we are the guys who walked off the court smiling and feeling good and they went back to their dorm rooms feeling somber. So, um, you know, hopefully we can just build on it. Like I said, it's, uh, it doesn't make your season. It just only hopefully help your season. One game doesn't make or break your season. But hopefully this is a game that can uh, propel us and get us playing uh, a little bit better and um, playing with a little bit more focus. But I love the way the guys came out last night. Like you said, everyone contributed. It was awesome to see Frank Howard playing the way he played in the second half. Elijah Hughes played incredible in the first half, and that shot at the end of the half was big. Um you know, and Buddy Bayheim came in and hit that big shot. I mean, I think, like you said, everyone that got in the game contributed last night in a positive way, and that's what we need more of moving forward. The Elijah Hughes shot, do you remember any shot farther or better than that shot by Elijah Hughes when he almost loses the handle, comes off the hip, launches, you think the thing's going to hit the, the top of the arena, and drops down in the net, doesn't even hit the backboard, just falls right into the nylon of the basket. Has there has there ever been a better shot in Syracuse history or a farther shot? Not farther, the, but the best shot in Syracuse history is still Pearl shot. But that that the shot last night obviously was further. Um, but, you know, the, the, the way Pearl shot went in was a game winner at the buzzer. You can't beat that from half court. So, um, but the, you know, the shot that Elijah hit last night was awesome. And on the flip side of that, you know, we're hitting, we're hitting 80 foot shots and the guy, the Jack White or whatever from Duke was 0 for 10 from three and he kept shooting. It must be the Duke university education. <laughs> and, and, and you don't, you don't shy away, John, from, from speaking your mind and, and telling your truth. And, and, and I appreciate I'm, I'm a cute guy. I don't care about Duke or any, anyone that likes Duke. <laughs> but but this is the thing you and you have always been and I tell people this all the time I grew up you know you my favorite player you know number 44 and getting to watch you and Cuse in the house oh my god and, and whatnot and and I had the opportunity you know to 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 be a little kid and watch you play in 1996 and watch you play throughout your career and then all of a sudden we're golfing together one day now I consider you a friend dreams do come true and one of the things that I I love the most about you John is that you don't mince words you say exactly how you feel so you you seem to be you know milking and, and pushing pushing this rivalry a little bit I, I you want Duke to know what happened last night absolutely and, and all their Duke alumni and all you know I'm, I'm just, it, yeah I want everyone to know and we went in there as underdogs unranked and we came out of there beating our chess <laughs> and you know we, we talk about the best the best shots in in Syracuse history and whatnot there was a leaner by a guy named John Wallace against a team named Georgia in 96 do you remember that shot oh yeah oh yeah now but you know what man uh, I, I would always give that you know like the best shot because I remember watching Pearl shot man and against I think that was Boston College right and he hits that shot and he just walks off the court like he knew it was him, man. That was like just a great Syracuse moment that I'll never forget. 
and yeah, and, and obviously Pearl's shot will, will live forever in a day. I'm watching your shot in the studio right now, and, and I remember that, you know, I mean, you were you were dribbling the ball up the court. You received the ball. You brought it to the top of the key. Was anybody going to get a chance, or had you just decided, listen, we're down. I'm shooting. It's on me. I don't care. I mean, what was, I mean, the, watching this video, I feel like you just locked in and said, this is all me. I got to make this shot. What was there any chance that anybody else was going to get the ball? No, there, there wasn't. A, as you guys know, in my career, I wasn't a big assist guy anyway. So I was, I was definitely going to take that shot, one hundred percent, no matter what. And and I know that obviously confidence in yourself helps with that. But was there another reason why you felt like you needed to take that shot? Were you were you getting back at something that had happened earlier on? Was there somebody that got in your ear at Georgia? Was there any other reason outside of the confidence factor of it all that you felt like you had to be the guy? Well, it's uh, it's it's one of those it's one of those things, man. Uh, your senior year, you just don't want it to end. And um, you know, I, I I firmly thought we were the the better team versus Georgia, and, um, you know, it, it was just a matter of us coming out to play. They they are, they had already upset Purdue, if I'm not mistaken. So we all we all thought we were going to be playing Purdue, and then the Georgia game ended up being one of the classic games that we played uh, from the 96 tournament. Um, I, I, every time I'm in Atlanta uh, or in the Georgia area, I, I, someone from that from that team or someone that went to school during that time always comes up to me and says something um, still to this day. So um, I'm, I'm happy that I was able to break their hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking here with John Wallace on wake up call with Dan Satora this morning, uh, John, I got to ask you before we let you go here, how the family's doing. Uh, you got, you got a uh, beautiful, wonderful, you know, fully stocked family, so to speak, you know, and, and how are the kids doing? How's the family doing? How's everything been going? Everybody's good, man. Uh, Joey's still at Southern. He's a senior now, but he's a junior on the court. He redshirted last year because he uh, dislocated his elbow. He's playing good. They're, they're in uh, first place in their in their league in the NE10. Um, my daughter Nia's traveling all over the country playing for uh, All-Star Empire Volleyball Club, which really good uh volleyball team in new york city um my son jojo's playing a lot of basketball for his eighth grade and ninth grade teams um my, my daughter jade's you know playing two or three games a week now for her aau team her travel team and her school team and my oldest son john is uh coaching special olympics this year and running his own aau program new york ballers and He's got a really good job uh, uh, with the window company. So I'm very happy and very ecstatic as a father, as a parent, that uh, all my kids are doing very well in life and are doing good and are good, good, good kids. So I couldn't be happier. That coming from the man, John Wallace. John, can can you for me this one? I don't care if you even speak it, but Syracuse just defeated Duke. It's the first time that an unranked team, not named North Carolina, won at Cameron Indoor. Syracuse gets the victory almost three years to the day of their only other victory at Cameron Indoor inside of the ACC, which was on Monday, January 18th, 2016. Had like 21 rebounds, right? It's when Tyler Roberson went absolutely nuts, and that's when everybody had the expectation of him doing it for the rest of his career, yes. So my thought, my, I, my, my request to you, even if you speak it, because I have the sign in the studio, you got to give me some cues in the house, oh, my God, after this win. 
Cause when the accuser is in the house, oh my God. Cause when the accuser is in the house, oh my God, my God. Yeah, baby. <laughs> That coming from John Wallace. John Wallace here with us this morning. John, as always, I appreciate it, sir. Congratulations on the win. I look forward to keeping in touch with you and, and speaking with you very soon, and hopefully Syracuse can keep it rolling. Any words of advice to the Syracuse Orange? They're 12-5. and five. they got a win over the top team in the nation, but they've been an enigma at times, and they've had some good games and some not so good. Any advice to the team before we let you go? I don't have to tell them anything, man. Coach Coach Beheim is telling them everything that they need to hear and need to know. And uh, we just, long, long as Tyus and, and Brissett and the, and the seniors and the, 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 <clears throat> the, 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 the those guys keep stepping up, especially in the big games, we're going to need Tyus to always play kind of like that in the big games. If he brings it like that every, every big game, we'll be all right, man. I, I know that. So... That, that just that just proved that we we are a really good team last night. That's all that proved. That proved that that pre the preseason ranking we had was, is justifiable. Even though we've had some tough losses and we had to figure some things out, we are a really good team, and we're going to show it the rest of this a, a, um, ACC uh, season. And you know, Cuse is in the house, and they were in Cameron Indoor's house. And took care of business. I, I still think that somebody should have brought a sign and left the cues in the house on oh my God sign in Cameron Indoor. Even if it was just for a second, should have put it up there. So maybe when you're in your travels, John, you can sneak down to North Carolina. Or maybe when you go to the ACC tournament, you could sneak over there and put one of the signs in the window. <laughs> no doubt, Dan. <laughs> As always, brother, I appreciate it. I look forward to talking with you soon. All right, thanks a lot. Talk to you soon. All right, take care. That coming from John Wallace, because when the Cuse is in the house, oh my God, how, how, I mean, is that not the morning? Is that not the feels? Does that not give you all the feels of 1996? Are you not hopped up and ready to make some awesome decisions? I feel like I'm having a Vince Vaughn moment. I feel like I got the energy, right? I got the energy. I got the feel. I, you know, all the feels coming from, from John Wallace was because when the Cuse is in the house, oh my God, he just did it. He just did it right here. On Wake Up Call with Dan Satora, no place else, right here on the show. And that is going to be a hot key. Because when the Cuse is in the house, oh my God. When the Cuse is in the house, oh my God, oh my God. They, I mean, and, and then at the end, yeah, baby. <laughs> so, I mean, this is a moment, folks. Live with it. Enjoy it. Find peace with it. Excitement. Duke fans, you got to find peace with it. You got you to find, you got to be able to move forward. Because here's the thing, you make excuses when the team loses, right? Oh, they didn't have this, and they didn't have that, and they didn't have this, and oh my gosh, this guy was hurt, and that guy was hurt, and this happened, and then that happened, and then I stubbed my toe. The reality of it all is, Duke lost the game. They had Zion Williamson. They had R.J. Barrett. They still lost the game. Well, they didn't have Cameron, they didn't have Trader. doesn't matter. They still lost the game. Syracuse would not have gotten any consolation prize if they didn't have Tyus Battle. Oh, and they didn't have Tyus, so... You know, nothing. You lose the game. You play with the players that you have. You do what you can with who you have out there, and you see what comes of it. Syracuse gets the dub, and J-Dub comes on the show and gives us a little, so when the Cuse is in the house, oh my God. And how does that not make your Syracuse morning here on Wake Up Call with Dan Satora, Central New York, you got to be feeling all types of wonderful this morning. You got all the feels this morning. The team had to wake up this morning, smile, and go back to practice. You get to milk this. They got to focus on Pitt. 
You get to milk this. You get to enjoy this, okay? So you wake up this morning, you don your orange. I don't care if your boss yells at you. You put your orange t-shirt, your wake-up call orange and blue t-shirt, you put that over your shirt and tie today, and you wear it proud because your boss is going to come over to you and say, hey, Peter, and then you're going to lean in and go, oh, crap, am I getting fired right now? And he's going to go, do you have one in my size? I need a large. I mean, that's what's going to happen this morning. That's how it is. So hopefully, hopefully, you're wearing your orange this morning and you're enjoying some life because in central and upstate New York and all across the country and the world, there are Syracuse fans that feel very, very wonderful about themselves this morning, and they should. So with that being said, we're going to take a step aside. Gene Waldron, four of four here on the show. We have our group of four this morning. We had Otis Hill yesterday. Today we had Sonny Spira, Roosevelt Bowie Jr., John Wallace, and we're going to have Gene Waldron in just a moment right after this. This is a wake-up call, Fast Break. Utica Pizza Company spells family. Your family. My family. Their family. The recipes that they have shared with each other throughout the years and have now been so gracious to share them with us. I can sit here and talk with you about all the great things that are on the menu. We'd be here forever. So let me say this. Utica Pizza Company is second to none. And now you can bring it home with you and you can dine in in the restaurant. UticaPizzaCompany.com will give you all the information that you need. And let me say, these Utica Greens, they're the best. Utica Pizza Company. Call them and place your order at 315-214-3060. That's 315-214-3060. Families break bread at Utica Pizza Company. Gear up with the real deal at Drysig Apparel. Creating what people are going to see and learn about you before they even meet you. Gear up for what you need for your team, business, or event. To look professional, look good, and feel good, outfit yourself at drysigapparel.com. That's D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G apparel.com. The only place to gear up with the real deal. What's the universal language of a fan? Clapping your hands. With Fan Hands, the ultimate sports fan accessory, find your team color, slip them on, and start cheering on your favorite team with 11 different colors always in stock on FanHands.com, where you'll find the ultimate sports fan accessory. Real fans wear Fan Hands. Get Hilton quality service at the most affordable price at True by Hilton Camillus, located right next to Costco in Township 5. True by Hilton Camillus offers you their signature sport court where you can enjoy basketball, volleyball, pickleball, soccer, lacrosse, and more year-round in their indoor facility. For reservations and information, call 315-314-8676. That's 315-314-8676. True by Hilton Camillus. Hilton quality service at the most affordable price. Hi, friends and fans. Home Team Pub is the place to be to cheer on your fave home team. Located at 7990 Oswego Road in Liverpool, HTP has you covered with an amazing drink selection. Let's not forget about the signature drinks or those kid-approved gourmet milkshakes. The happy hour specials and pub entrees will have your mouth watering. Check out the website, hometeampub.com, or follow us on Facebook and Instagram for more specials. At Home Team Pub, you're always the MVP. 
Thank you so much for peeling back the orange with us here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. Make sure you're listening to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time on MixLR.com backslash Wake Up Call DT. That's Mix, L as in Larry, R as in Roger, dot com backslash Wake Up Call DT. You can also listen on the homepage of WakeUpCallDT.com live every Monday through Friday from 9 to 11 a.m. Eastern Time on any device that gets the internet. And, of course, you can go to wakeupcalldt.com for videos, the show archive, articles, and so much more right there in the homepage with plenty of quick links and information for you as well as updated information and the links to the archive for Wake Up Call with Dan Satora to listen on Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, TuneIn, Podbean, the RSS feed, iTunes, and so much more. So make sure you check that out. And, of course, find us on Facebook at Wake Up Call DT, Twitter at Call DT, and Instagram at wakeupcall underscore DT. God bless, and thank you so much once again for tuning in. We look forward to having your ears and appreciate your time always here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora.